Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Views and opinions expressed by hosts, invited speakers, and callers do not necessarily reflect the views and opinions of the Black Talk Media Project or the Black Talk Radio Network. Everyone to Tando Radio Show brought to you by Black Talk Radio Network. I am your host, David Ring, aka Dave from LA. Just want to thank you all for chiming in today. Today is Friday, February the 20th, 2015. Hopefully, you had a great weekend. You're looking forward to a great weekend because you are a great spirit, kings and queens of the universe. So, want to jump into the conversation that we're going to have today. Um, it's going to be an open conversation, uh, open line. Uh, if you'd like to talk about anything, definitely hit us up at 712-775-7035. And the access code is 660079. And also go to Black Talk Radio Network and support the network there. Uh, you can make donations there. You can leave comments there. Please uh, share the uh, information and share the uh Share the network with some of your friends and families and acquaintances and colleagues, even the people you don't like. <laughs> share it with, it with with everyone. Also share uh, like-minded Tando uh, Radio Show with all of your significant, the, all of the people that are in your life. And also you can follow us on Facebook at our Facebook page, which is Tando Radio Show. And while you're there, please, when you stop by, please give us a like. We greatly appreciate that. And you can find some of the stories that we're going to be talking about each day. And you can see where we're going to have a live show there. And you can see some of the topics that we will be discussing. So also, you can follow me on, well, not follow, but you can friend request me on Facebook, David Wren, W-R-E-N. The W is silent. But you can find me there. And we also have a preparedness group called RDP. Where it's a group of like-minded individuals, we come together and discuss what's going on in the world and how to prepare for it. It's absolutely free of charge. Great information is there. If you are interested in joining that group, uh, by all means, jump in uh, by sending me a, a Facebook friend request and, and inbox me saying that you would like to join the group. The only thing is that we ask that you not just take uh, all of the information, is that you start to become um one of the soldiers and one of the, the generals of the overall group by providing information for everyone else. And 
that's why it works so well and there's so much great information. So if you're interested in doing that, uh, you can easily do that by sending me a Facebook friend request and inbox me asking that you would like to join the group. And then we just ask that you follow the, the rules of the group, and that's easy to do. Uh, it's in the posted pin area. At the bottom of the posted pin, you can see what some of the rules are. Please follow those rules, and everything will be fine. We don't post anything other than what's stipulated in that box there. So please follow those rules, and we greatly appreciate it. So let's get into today's show. Looking forward to today's show. And, you know, as much as you try to avoid some of the stuff, it's mm, you find out more information and something that I – that I posted that really needs all of our attention. And I really would like to hear from a lot of you today, if at all possible, because it's it's something that's so important. And I hope that you you understand this information because I know what I mean by you you grab you un you see, not understand, but you see and you're able to cipher and decode what's being said and what's being done because it's important that you do this because your radar and antenna needs to be uninterrupted and undisturbed, especially in today's world. So one of the articles that I posted inside of Tando Radio Show that uh, I would, you know, that you can check out there is, let's go to Tando Radio Show, and it's, an article dealing with the banking system. Earlier this week, um, Monday, we talked about um, how I, I know, I've, I've known of some people that went to the bank and they weren't able to withdraw uh, the, the cash that they had deposited inside of their bank. So there's a story that I posted, and it's really, it's really important um, that you take a look at this and and this story, but before we get there, CC posted a really good, CC Harry posted a real good story uh, on his side about the black market body parts uh, trade inside of Detroit. Take a look at that one also. But the story that I was talking about, and we'll, maybe we'll jump into that also uh, today, but the story that we're talking about right now is the top U.S. prosecutors. Uh, this comes from the U.S., from the Attorney General's office. And this comes from the uh, Wall Street Journal blog. It says, banks need to do more than file SARs, suspicious activity reports. That's what SARs are. And what an SAR is this, is that an SAR, this story is so important because it's basically, this is how they get you into capital controls without calling it capital controls. And what is capital controls? where they control and they they make it difficult for you, the general public, the everyday citizens that they call you, the everyday citizens, they make it difficult for you to unwind your position in the currency of the governing body or the or the or, or the government itself. And what is that currency that they're talking about? The US uh, currency dollars, the U.S. dollar that's provided by the U.S. the Federal Reserve note, the one that said this note is for all debts. This is legal tender for all debts, private and public. This note is legal tender for all debts, private and pub public. That one, 
the piece of paper that you have in your bank account, in your pocket, in which you're generally paid in, they're talking about that currency. And this is so important. This is what this is basically a currency control, capital control, without calling it that because they don't want you to know that they're controlling the capital. Why are they doing this? Why why has this all of a sudden come into play? And they want to give you a diversion, and they use you know other means as their plausible deniability, and they use other means as a smokescreen and to deter you and to to true you. I mean to fool you and deceive you from what their real intentions is. So this is a, a article you definitely want to to read and you want to really understand what's going on. So I'm just going to check out a, a, a portion of it so that you can understand. The U.S. Uh, the U.S. Justice Department's criminal head said banks need to go beyond filing suspicious activity reports when encountering encounter when they encounter a risky customer, who's a risky customer? You're going to be so surprised who a risky customer is. You know who a risky customer is? Any person that walks into that bank and opens up a bank account and deposits currency into it. You have now just relinquished yourself to being a unsecured investor and a risky customer because the the overall underlining guidelines and rules as to uh, what a risky customer is is so vague and ambiguous, and they do it that way so that it can encompass everyone, okay? So these people are really tripping now, and it's only going to continue to get worse. And it goes on to say the vast majority of financial institutions file suspicious activities report because they're mandated to do it, and we're going to talk about that in a second. When they suspect that an account is connected to nefarious activity, nefarious activity, said Assistant Attorney General Leslie Carwell in Monday's speak, according to to the uh, prepared remarks. But in an appropriate case, we encourage those institutions to consider rather to take more action, specifically to alert law enforcement or turn or, or. law enforcement authorities about the problem. Excuse me, I've been talking a lot, losing my voice and everything else, and struggling through this. So the remarks indicate that the banks must be expected to do more than just file SARs. SARs. A a responsibility that in itself can be an expensive and and time-consuming. Some banks already have close relationships with law enforcement, said Kevin Rosenberg. Uh, chair of uh, Goldenberg, Llewellyn, and Weathers Wax LLP government government investigation and white collar crime group. Ms. Carwell's remarks speak to the movement through the moving of forward in more collaborative ways," said Mr. Rosenberg. A tip off of a bank about a suspicious customer can lead law enforcement to seizing funds or to start an investigation. This is what the Assistant Attorney General said in a speech Monday. They are basically having currency controls right under your nose, capital controls right under your nose. 
under under the auspices that they're protecting the United States, under the auspices of whatever that they want to say it is. They can arbitrarily, and this is the key with this. So just imagine, just imagine, you go into the bank, which we talked about on Monday, and you ask for some of your money out. Your, I'm sorry, not money, your cash out. You ask for some of your currency out, your coupons. Because now you can see why I call them coupons. And now you can see why I don't classify them as money because they're not money. They, they, this is not money. This is currency. Now, so you go to the bank and ask for some of the currency that you've deposit, deposited via your paycheck, via your, your, your earnings and your wages, and then all of a sudden they say no. And then not only do they say no, because you're coming in to ask for some of your currency, they said that they'll get back to you because they don't have whatever. They don't have the, the cash on hand or no, they're not going to give it to you. And then they ask you to leave. Or they give you maybe a portion of what it is that you asked for. Okay? Then you leave. And the next thing that you know, on your way out or when you get home, Law enforcement officials are there, and they want to ask you questions about why were you just at the bank wanting to withdraw the currency that you placed in there via the ways that you've gained it that were totally legal. Because this is the thing. When it comes to uh, SARS, the Suspicious Activities Report, this is the criteria. There are none. It's just based off of suspicion that's what that's what suspicious activities reports mean and legally you can't even be de- detained without reasonable suspicion or prob- probable cause this is just suspicion you can't be arrested without probable cause and you can't be detained without reasonable suspicion but when it comes to your currency inside of the private bank Yes, you can. You have, they are violating every single right that you have as a person. There, this is, this is asset seizure based off of suspicious activity that they have not even articulated what it is. It's just merely off of the fact, and this is the thing, the banks are required to file SHRs even if there is no suspicious activity. They're required to do it anyway. And let me tell you how compartmentalized this is, is that most of the people throughout this country and they work at their different jobs, they look at these different things and they don't pay attention to them because this is what happens is that most people are so compartmentalized that they only know what they know based off of the information that's given to them. And it's done that way for a very specific reason, to maintain the overall efficient control of the masses. So a bank, a bank uh, manager has no clue why they're doing this, but he just knows he has to do it. And guess what? If the bank manager doesn't do it and the bank doesn't file uh, uh, SARs, the bank manager can be arrested or fined, and the bank can be fined just for not doing it, randomly doing it. This is so random and so dangerous 
And this is the thing. You know you're not in a land where you're free when you're afraid of the government. The only freedom that you really have is when the government is afraid of you. They're not afraid of you. They're not afraid of us. Why aren't they afraid of us? Because they've developed psychological means and methods to keep us preoccupied and submissive from understanding who we really are. And it's worked so well. But at some point, as Bob Marley said, said as Bob Marley said so eloquently in you know, all of his great music, you can fool some of the people some of the time, but you can't fool all of the people all of the time. And now we see the light. You got to stand up for your individual rights. So let's get up and stand up. But this is the thing. This is the thing. This is everyone. This the, See, a lot of times we said this doesn't affect me, you know, and, and we take that approach because we won't do anything until something affects us. We won't take notice to anything. We won't, we won't give energy to something unless we think that it affects us. Well, see, that's a, that's a great that's, – that's the key to how all of this stuff really works. And that's a great example of how psychologically we have become defeated. Because instead of looking at what happens to the neighbor, what happens to the other person across the globe in another part of the world, what happens to them really happens to you. And until you can identify that as your whole neighborhood and that, that per, every person around this wor- world is interconnected because you are, as long as we continue not to acknowledge that, we will continue to allow, to allow ourselves to be chained and leashed by the handlers. So now the banks can just fill, fill out an S, uh, SAR against any person that walks into the bank. So they have quotas for this. And the criteria of that quota is, is this, if you have an account there. If you have an account there. So now, what do you think about that? Where, where Do you think this is a good thing? And I'm going to tell you, they're going to say that they're, they're trying to control the flow of of uh, funding for terrorism, and they're going to give you all kinds of excuses as to why, in my opinion. As to why, because it is. As to why. These crackdowns, they, they are enforcing unlawful policies and unlawful pol- uh, uh, policies and laws against the everyday citizen because guess what? You're the target. You're the real suspect, and you're the, you're their criminal, regardless of who you are. You think you're not, but they're treating you as you are because you are. So, what's your take on this? What do you think about this? We earlier this week I talked about uh, some people that I know that had problems with getting you know their currency out of the bank, and the bank told them they couldn't have it; they can only have half. And I said also that in the future you're going to hear that they're going to say we're not going to give you anything, and if you don't like it, you can leave, but you're not going to take our currency with you. 
this is why everyone needs to get in this precious metals class. Speaking of the precious metals class, we'll be teaching a class today at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. If you are interested in getting into the precious metals class, um, you can. It's $400, and you can establish a payment plan with me. And believe me, you're not going to be charging any. I'm not going to charge any interest or anything else. This information is so important. You need to have it to protect yourself and your family. If you're interested in that, uh, you can give me a call 951-790-8330 to text me. Uh, also, you can reach me at Kando and at Facebook at David Wren. Uh, just send me an inbox and I will, be, I will respond to you and get you in the class. Uh, it's something that you definitely need to do. You definitely need to do it because you have to protect yourself. But what is your take on this with the assistant attorney, attorney general telling the banks that they need to do more than just filling out the paperwork? They need to call law enforcement and engage law enforcement now. This is you know they say facts is you know they say that the, you know the uh, uh fiction is stranger than fact it's excuse me it's it's yeah it, it's it's ridiculous now and it's only going to continue to get worse these are what's called capital controls why let me tell you why because they realize what's going to happen and like i said yesterday with all the other governments hedging themselves and deleveraging themselves and going to getting rid of all of their U.S. currency, they have to have someone in place to hold it. And the person that's going to hold that devalued currency, because they're not going to take the hit, they're going to make you take the hit. And this is going to catch so many people by surprise. And by the time you realize that you've been had, it's going to be it's been too late for you to do anything reasonable about it. This is why you have to get in front of this. So I would love to hear from some from some of the listeners to Tando Radio Show. Give us a call at seven one two seven seven five seventy thirty five and the participant code is six six zero zero seven nine. Uh, what's your what's your take on what the banks are doing now? Is this a threat to you? Do you think this is a good policy? Do you think that you know this is I'm bringing up some some uh, some conspiracy theory is or or what? Or do you see that this is something that is very concerning and and this is something that is very dangerous? Because I'm going to tell you, you know, when it came to a lot of the different citizens of different places in the world, when the government turned sour, which they always were, but they just have to wait their, their turn to, to, to really go all the way, you know, full, full on crazy. They got to wait their turn is that there were always signs and they always told you what they were going to do to you before they did it. And most of the people just maintain their overall normalcy bias. They were used to things being normal, and they were accustomed to that, and they just continued to do the same things over and over, expecting nothing would change, nothing would affect them. And lo and behold, they were caught totally off guard, and there were always people that tried to warn them 
and all the indicators were right there in front of their faces. It's so funny when I remember when being a, a, a child, I would look at different things in history and I said, wow, why didn't those people do something about it? Because, you know, they say, you know, uh, uh, hindsight is twenty twenty. Well, I would like you to, to remember your, the days, some of the things that you thought about in the past when you said, why did, they, why did the people not do something? Why did they let that happen to them? Didn't they see this was coming? Then I want you to look at yourself, our community, this nation, and look at what's happening. And can't you say, can't you see what's happening and what's coming? The handwriting is on the wall. And many of us, we we think that it has to actually be given to us in a way that it has been biblically written for things to be the truth and for you to respond because you've been pre, pre-programmed and conditioned to think one way about one way about the great creator, and that's the way that man wants you to think. Instead of looking at it from the truth, that's what we have to start doing. So uh, we're going to get to some of the calls. Got callers in um, in queue, and without a doubt, please give us a call. We'd love to hear from you. Let's go to a caller now. Welcome, caller, to Tando Radio Show. If you can state your name and where you're from, we're greatly appreciated. And what's your question? Hello. Gary? Hello, Gary. Okay, Gary. Gary's not there. Gary, uh, prompt it when you're ready. Um, to Can you get hear me in- now? Yeah, yeah, got you now. Hey, what's up, Gary? How you doing? Hey, what's happening, Brother Dave? How are you today? I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. How about you? I'm doing well, thanks. I'm doing well. Uh, yeah, this is a this is a real interesting situation. I was just wondering now with uh, them releasing or us the information being leaked out to the public about uh, what's happening with China and Russia, and now everybody's going to be scrambling to to uh, get whatever funds that they have in the banks, or if you have funds elsewhere, you've got to transfer them one avenue to another just so that you can use them to right. pay bills or what have you. Um, how is that going to be affect the daily operations of the bank, even though they do these SARS on people and things like that? Yeah, you know, that's a great question, um, Gary, because what, what's happening, and as I was saying before, is that so many, everything, every person that's working in the system is compartmentalized. They only, it's a need to know. So they're, the, the local bankers and the local tellers, they're, they're not the ones that's actually, you know, writing these policies or, or, or you know, bringing it. They're, they're just the ones that have to tell you, you know. Mm-hmm. They, they have, a lot of them have no clue either, except, you know, if they're in a, in a low management position because they've got to that position because they were able to follow directions and follow orders and, and do a good job. So they they didn't get there by questioning. So what I think is, is, is happening here, and to answer your question, is that the 
the overall ebb and flow of currency in this country is going to get even more restricted, more restricted, and more restricted. We see now, um, earlier last week, we, we posted how uh, you can't leave the country if you owe the IRS. That's, a, that's capital controls. Now they're, they're saying, you know, that, you know, uh, that they need to do more uh, SARS, but not only do more SARS, they have to activate enforcement, law enforcement, against just off of plain suspicion. And what's the suspicion? Someone comes in and asks for their currency. So I think what you're going to see is a perpetual uh, uh, continuance and where it's going to be more difficult for you to get the currency that you've already deposited with them out of the bank. And this is this is something that, you know what, uh, Gary, we got a, a commercial break that we have to, to take take care of. But when we come out of the commercial, I want to hold you over until the, after the break so that we can talk about this. You're listening to Tando Radio Show brought to you by Black Talk Radio Network. We'll be right back after this quick message. tuned in to the Black Talk Radio Network. For podcasts and live program scheduling, visit us on the web at blacktalkradionetwork.com. Okay, welcome back, everyone, to Tando Radio Show, brought to you by Black Talk Radio Network. Uh, If you'd like to get in on the conversation, give us a call at 712-775-7035, and the participant code is 660079. I uh, would love to hear your take on anything and any solutions that you may have to this or any questions that you, or comments that you may have. So we're going to go back to our caller, Gary. So, Gary. Hey, bro. To, hey, what's up, man? Just, just to follow up. Um, so I think it's going to, you're going to see more restrictions and it's going to continue. And this is the thing. They're going to give you a justifiable reason or plausible deniability why they're going to be doing this once the general public starts to question this even more. As people get hit with this, they're going to come up with, they're going to start asking questions as to why. And then all of a sudden, you may see, boom, a cyber attack on a major bank. So they're going to bring that form of, of, you know, attacks in because then that gives them plausible deniability to say, well, this is the reasons why. As long as no one is questioning, they will try to get as far as they can get without people questioning. Then once people start to question, then they'll say, well, this is the reason why. You know? So I think it's going to become very much more, it's going to become more restrictive. And the thing about this is that you have to do something about this now. You know? You, you have to hedge yourself. You have to see this and do something about it so that you're in a position of advantage. And if anything, and everything goes back to normal, you don't lose anything. But if you don't do anything about this and this continues, you have the, the opportunity to lose everything that you've worked so hard for. Wow. It's, it, you know, it's sad because a lot of people who have put their life savings into these annuities and, and 401ks and stuff like that, and they decide that they want to transfer the funds so that they can, I won't say do anything mm-hmm. illegal or anything like that with it, but they just want to do something with it, either, you know, purchase a home or do something else. Right. Um, 
they're just going to be stuck like Chuck. <laughs> you right. Know? And, right. And imagine if, and this is going to be for businesses also. How about the businesses? This is this is the uh, real killer. Yeah, the commercial market is going to get collapsed if they do yeah. that. You know, right. Everybody this, has to pay bills. Right. That's the that's the counterparty risk to this is that businesses will be smacked with these um, um, S, uh, SARS and and everything else because. You know, if they want to, let's say they have to make a major purchase, they got to make payroll, you know, or they have to make payroll in a different way, or they have to make a major purchase. This is going to seize up the ebb and flow of commerce in this country when it's already in a depressed state, and it's, you know, the unemployment is already high. They're not manufacturing the the overall economy. They've already lost their position as the world's largest economy. They just haven't told you that yet. It's, that's been really lost or, already. So this is this is why the capital controls are coming. This is why they're coming because they realize where they want to drive this train, this 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 vehicle off of the cliff. And believe me, they've already taken off all of the brakes and it's full throttle towards the cliff. Wow. But, you know, I think that uh, people should seriously start thinking about safe havens and other places. But, I mean, what what can you do? I mean, because a lot of people are not going to want to have, you know, uh, whatever, you know, Mm -hmm. uh, assets that they may have. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, that just makes them subject to whatever, you know, the streets or what have you, you know. But, um, yeah, safe havens, man. We need to find some safe havens where we can go. Right. You have to find your safe havens and, and you know, one, one of the, the easiest and, and best ones is, is through precious metals, as you already know. Um, but then there are some things that you have to know about how to do that, um, how to execute that. But you have to find, you have to reposition yourself just like the other governments and sovereign wealth funds are doing. They're already positioning themselves. They've had boardroom you know, discussions about this. They didn't start these these discussions about this this year or last year. They had it five years ago because they knew that they would come because they were so heavily leveraged in the dollar. And they've had, wow. you know, behind closed door meetings and everything else, and they started everything else. But, see, this is the dangerous thing. They realized that they needed to get in their meetings and find out what they were going to do. But the everyday citizen, they haven't brought this to their their dinner table yet. They're not discussing this. The general public is not discussing this at home. They're not discussing it with their friends and their families and developing within their own boardrooms at home a strategical strategy on how to deal with this. You know, and that's, you know, that's one of the reasons why we started Tando Radio Show, and this is what this is all about. And as soon as you start to think about and start asking questions, the question is more important than the answer because a question is eternal. Now you can start to find other solutions and find other ways. You will increase your overall knowledge about things, and then you can prepare for them. Amen. So, well, thank you, bro, for that information, man. Thank you for all that you do, and uh, you know, continue to to be a blessing to everyone. Yes. Thank you. Thank you, Gary. And uh, we'll talk soon. We need to. Yes, we do. Okay. We'll do it. Okay. Right, bye bye. Take care, brother. Okay, everyone, I've got a couple other callers. Let's get to, I want to, I don't want to keep callers waiting. It's one of the things because you guys are so important, what you think. Let's go to our next caller. 
Good afternoon or good evening, caller. Uh, if you could state your name and tell us where you're from and what is your question or comment. Welcome to Tandem. Uh, yes, I'm calling from New Jersey. My voice is a little hoarse. But anyway, um, Mr. Wynn, I'd like to know, are you familiar with HR 2847? Yes. Okay, I'm I'm reading. I'm trying to do my due diligence with respect to all that you say each and every day. So I'm just trying to, you know, um, understand this. You know, it's very, very new to me. And yes, because you t- I'm taking baby steps. <laughs> so, <laughs> That's good. So Why I don't want you- for hey. you to explain <laughs> this, and sometime, if not today, I'm just trying to read it and trying to make sense of it. But I know you're 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 pretty much um, well educated on this subject so that's my question sir thank you yes no no the, fantastic why don't why don't you tell our listeners what that uh, uh house um resolution is well, I'm, I'm looking it up on google right now and i'm it's, it's a lot it talks about the unemployment act and it goes into this other thing but i would like for you to really explain it for me um uh, like i said i'm reading this and there's a lot of things that they talk about that i don't understand i mean i get a little gist of it but I need some help, Mr. Wynn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm going to be honest with you, the Bible says ask, and you shall receive, so I'm asking right now. <laughs> yes, now, which which one was that again? It was H.R. 2... Um... 
uh, just give me a call, and there is no interest attached to that. It's a very easy payment plan. I e- even allow you to, to design it to fit around your budget. So you can just uh, reach out to me through Tando, or you can call me, uh, 951-790-8330, and just send me a text and, because it, you need to have the class. It's, it's so important. No, no that doubt about it. Anytime when you say how you can purify water, I need that class. <laughs> yes, yes. So much. I don't want to take up time from your show, sir. I'll, I'll listen to you and I'll mute my. Okay, thank you, sister. Thank you. Call anytime. But yes, okay. So the caller's question, great question, is that she she was asking about um, HR bill was already passed uh, twenty twenty eight forty seven, and it's basically it's capital controls. It's the exact same thing uh, that's happening with the see this. This is what enabled this is what enabled the Justice Department to come in and tell the banks that they have to comply with SARS. So this is it goes hat in hand with uh with SARS and them being able to uh without any reasonable suspicion or probable cause cuz they basically it's really a uh, a violation of your 4th amendment because it's illegal search and seizure, okay? And it's illegal search and seizure that's being sanctioned by the U.S. Justice Department because without even, without producing a any uh, probable, probable clause disclosure statement, you know, they're arresting your your assets. They're arresting your property. They're seizing your property. And this is going on, so this law is totally unconstitutional and totally illegal. So, because they're not providing for, there is no probable cause. There is no, there is no expectation or they can articulate that you believe that, that they think that you were involved in some crime just because you, were, you walked in the bank to take out some of the, the currency that you deposit in the bank. So what Factor did was this. Factor was a capital control that was really aimed at other governments in allowing them to establish bank accounts for people to have safe havens in offshore accounts. And what it also did, a lot of people don't know, if you are working overseas, okay, now they can seize your bank account without you even knowing anything just as an American citizen. Just as an American citizen, so Factor was really uh, brought about as capital controls against other banks throughout the world, saying, "Hey, you will comply with American laws, or you will be fined and kicked out of the American banking system." So, what did these countries did? They told the U.S. to go pound sand. So, what did they do? They started to align with the Chinese, the Russians, the BRIC nations. And now they have this alliance on infrastructural investment banking that now all of the U.S. allies, some of the staunchest allies are going to be participating in because who wants to continue to, when they no longer have to, because of their position, they no longer have to listen to the old bully, the biggest bully on the block. So what? You have nuclear weapons. We Everyone does too now. 
so what you have a, a strong navy. There are countries with stronger navies that want to do business with us, and we will do partnership and business with them. So what you have intellectual properties from your technology. We've already, they've already stolen them or, 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 or had someone, you know, paid up, pay people off to, to come in, in to teach them what those things are. This is why you see a lot of the uh, countries are going to AIIB, which is a, uh, the Asian Infrastructural Infrastructure Investment Banking, because a factor, the U.S. is because they already knew and they know that they're losing the petrodollar status and that they're losing the reserve currency status. So what happens when a bully gets desperate? They start to pick on and they start to squeeze everybody else that used to that, that were at one time afraid of them. They try to invoke themselves again. So FACTA was where the U.S. government t- put uh, criterias for doing banking on other governments, even where it uh, uh, took precedence over their own constitution and their own laws. It took precedence over their own sovereignty. Who's the U.S. to tell other countries that they can't do banking or they have to do banking in a certain way? They have to accept factor. And what factor was was this, is that the countries, the banking systems in those countries, they had to turn over all of their accounts they had to turn over every single account that had anything to do with a U.S. corporation or a U.S. citizen. And they had to give up that information to, to the IRS. And if they didn't give up that information, they would be fined or they would be kicked out of the SWIFT, out of SWIFT uh, banking system. And if they were kicked out of SWIFT, they weren't able to do any transaction globally. So it was basically a bully move. And now you're seeing, because it passed, because factor passed, now you're seeing the ramifications of the passing of factor for a dying nation, a financially dying nation. This is what happens with governments when they become tyrannical and they start to lose their economic base. This is when they start to develop all of these dictatorship uh, uh, policies, these dictatorial policies. And guess what? It only continues to get worse and worse until ultimately you'll have, you may even see the new Hitler rise out out of the United States because this is the direction. These are the exact same policies and the exact same tactics that the Nazis, who were not a political organization, they were a cult. They're in the same fraternity and the same cult that many members of this government continue to be and participate in and are full-fledged card-carrying members. The names may change, but the policies are still the same. So that was the thing with FACTA, and um, I would suggest everyone to, to look at FACTA See how that that affects you because you may think that you, you know, some countries uh, may, you know, not uh, acknowledge and as they move to other banking systems, the bad the thing about that is that they're going to pretty soon they're going to restrict all travel from the United States. 
They're going to restrict all travel because they're not going to let you get out of here because they know when you leave, you're going to try to take your currency with you. And they're going to need you here to be the buyer of last resort for all of the debt that is going to be returning to this country and all of the all of the currency that is going to, to be reset and, and is going to lose its purchasing power. They need to pass that pain on to someone, and that will be you. That would be the general public. That would be me and anyone else that continues to participate in that system. So that's basically what, what factor is. It's you're seeing the the outflow and, and what happens with, with factor. And I would suggest that every person uh, do your own uh, research. Don't take my word for it. Look up uh, the factor. It's F A T C A, and uh, look up uh, H R Bill twenty eight forty seven. And so it's it's already been passed. Um, and it's something that, you know, it's, it, it's a part of the overall economic collapse that this country is, is going through. So, yes, I'll probably, on next week, I'll probably play a video uh, from a couple of other uh, different people that will talk specifically about this because you need to know um, exactly what it is. It's, it's over a year, you know, we're almost one year into it. Um, and it was slow. It was slowly now being implemented, uh, and it was already invoked even before it went for legislation and, and went for a vote. It, it was already decided, and this is what you're seeing uh, as the the aftermath of it. So, great, great question, great question. So, uh, if you'd like to get in on a conversation, we'd love to hear from you. If you if you know or have any experience or any. Uh, information or, or comments about Factor or the the aftermath of some of the capital controls that we're starting to see. Do you buy this? Do you do you think that this is something that the U.S. government needs to to do, or is this co conspiracy theory? And I'm glad that we haven't had any person that thought this was any form of conspiracy theory because the evidence is already there. You're actually having these people talk about it. So this is the bad thing. This is the bad thing about that. It gives you a, an understanding of where you are right now. If they're already blatantly talking about it, then now you will see the blatant enforcement of it very soon. And my thing is that I don't want you to wait until then. You don't need any more clues. You don't need a, a, a rabies dog to bite you to understand that this this dog is a threat to you. And, and as soon as you realize that the dog is a threat to you, before it bites you, the better position that you will be in. You don't need for the, for the actual attack to happen. You can see this coming a mile away. So what? Get out of the way. Get out of the way. So if you'd like to get on a conversation, I would love to hear from you all. Um, the, the the phone lines are open. I will stop what I'm talking about and get right to the callers because I don't like to have callers waiting. Uh, the number is 712-775-7035, and the participant code is 660079. Are you prepared for this? Um, do you see this coming? Is this a threat to you and your overall financial stability? Is this a threat to, to you and your family? What does this mean for our for the next generation? 
And what this also means for some of our, our elders who we really need to be talking to, educate them on what's going on um, because everything is, is done through, you know, a lot of this is done through social media and through, uh, you know, the, the technology that's, that's, that's here now. But believe me, these tactics, if there's someone that's, that's 80 or over, they've seen and heard it before. Now is the time. Let me tell you one of the smartest things that you could do. One of the smartest things that you can do is shut your mouth, sit down, and talk to someone that's 85 or older, 80 or over, 75 or older, 70 or over, really about 75 or older, and just listen to them. It's one of the things that's so important. Bring some information to them. Show them, show them through some of the, the, the technology what's happening, and, and believe me, they may what may be new to them is the technology, but the information that the technology is bringing is not to, new to them at all. If you can find someone that has lived through the depression, listen, stop what you're doing, cancel all your appointments, and sit down with them. Take them to dinner, find what they what they like to do, spend some time with them, and ask them about the depression. It will be a great historical lesson that you will have right there. And if you can find three of them, you've got it made because you have different perspectives. And this was is the key for, for you to prepare for what's coming because I'm going to tell you, what they went through in the Depression, I think that you can multiply that by, by four or five as to what the possibilities of what we were going, uh, what we will see, because the dynamics are very, very much different. The U.S. wasn't the reserve currency during the, the depression. It wasn't the pet. It didn't have a petrodollar establishment. Uh, there were people that that still had intrinsic uh, assets and had in, intrinsic skills. What I mean by intrinsic skills, they their their daily labor was was very. Uh, uh, hands-on and very, uh, um, they had to have special knowledge on how to do certain things. They lived off the land a whole lot more. They were they were used to canning. They were used to storing uh, uh, food. They were used to working the land because the technology wasn't available uh, other than for them to do it. They were much hardier in that aspect. Did they have some of the same problems? Yes, even even you know the same problems that we have now are some were even more magnified uh, or some were 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 not but they still were able to they had more freedom much more freedom they can they could escape and no one would know who they were or where they were they could do that they, today it's almost virtually nearly almost impossible to do something such as that nearly impossible to do something such as that but it still can be done, but it takes great work and great planning. So that I think that would be one of the best educations that you can have. And ask them if they trust the banks and if their parents trusted the banks and what happened with that. So it would be a great education. Uh, sit down and talk to our elders. That's one of the things that we've gotten away from. You know, our community is very educated. A lot of people say how our our our, our young people have no education, and, and that's not true. They're extremely educated, highly educated, 
But the thing is, they're educated in all the wrong things. They're not educated in the things that will bring about intrinsic value. Every person needs to increase their overall intrinsic value that they have and their overall collective understanding and expertise in things because of this. When you have an intrinsic skill, you don't need the job market. The job market needs you. And it's one of the things that is happening is that our young people are being educated in things that really don't matter or are not necessary. They have no intrinsic value. They're, they're more service-based. And we, in order for you to have a service-based economy, you have to have a strong economy. We don't have a strong economy, so the first thing that's going to be lost is some of the services because people will not be able to afford to do those things. So we're getting ready to come up on a break, a commercial break. Get in on the conversation. We'd love to hear from you, 712-775-7035. And the participant code is 660079. Uh, jump in on the conversation. We'd love to hear from you. Listen to Tando Radio Show brought to you by Black Talk Radio Network. When we come back, we'll continue the conversation in one minute and two seconds, it looks like, maybe. We'll be right back after these quick messages. This is Brother Elliot, host of Time for an Awakening, and you're listening to Black Talk Radio Network, new media for the new millennium. Okay, welcome back, everyone, to Tando Radio Show, brought to you by Black Talk Radio Network. Thank you all for listening today. Uh, if you'd like to get in on the conversation about the capital controls that the Justice Department just slapped on everyone, and this is every bank. It doesn't matter if it's a a credit union. It doesn't matter if it's a uh, FDIC uh, bank or if it's any form of an investment bank, anything where you deposited your cash or some of your investments that you have are subject to factor and are subject to the capital controls uh, that are being waged against you. You know, you may not have asked for these situations to be pressed upon us at this time, but they are here. And the thing is to for us to look at things realistically and look at them for what they are. And now we determine instead of giving someone authority over ourselves is that you have to take back your existence for yourself. And that's the key here, one of the most important things. And uh, it, it's something that we will definitely have to address 
sorry, everyone. So if you'd like to get in on the conversation, please give me a call at 712-775-7035, and the participant code is 660079. What do you think about these capital controls? Are you prepared for you going to the bank and then asking for half of your currency out or asking for all of your currency out and then getting told no and then later on having uh, law enforcement contact you to question you about why are you doing this? What is this going to do? They're doing this to intimidate you, as every bully does. This is a form of force and fear. They're taking this from you. Because now you're going to be afraid of taking money out, taking cash out. Excuse me, not money, taking cash out. Do you know the Department of Homeland's policy, if there's a currency, if there's another banking crisis, did you know the policy that the, the, the going to a bank holiday, they close the banks, and one of the first things that they're going to do is, is, is take everything out the safety deposit box? That's some of their mandates. Did you know about that? So now they're talking about these capital controls where if you go to the bank, all of a sudden, instead of doing just a, a SARS report against you, which in itself is criminal, is illegal, is unconstitutional, is, Ill, is immoral, and it's unjust. See, this is the dangerous let me tell you, this is the dangers that you have when you want your civil rights. I hope you understand what I'm saying here. Because there's something in the Civil Rights Act that they've been trying to deceit, deceitfully push upon us that has nothing to do with race. And they've been trying to do this since 1861. And what that is is exaction. E-X-A-C-T. I-O-N, exaction. And what an exaction is, is when the government does a, a willful wrong. An exaction is a tort. It's just like you've already heard of misdemeanors and felonies. But there's also something called a tort. And what a tort is, if you do something knowing that it can cause someone harm or damage. Case in point, if you're a, a builder and, and you, you have scaffolding and you have a bucket of nails uh, uh, over a door, uh, and the door swings open and closed, you know that if the door slams, the, the bucket of, of nails or, or the bucket of, of cement can fall on someone and damage or hurt them. What you, what you did was you didn't commit a, a, a misdemeanor or felony, but it was a tort. So now, an exaction is a tort. When the government requires you, an exaction is when the government requires you or, or someone of, under authority requires you to pay something that's neither owed or due. Something that's not owed or due. Look it up in the legal in your legal dictionary. Go to the Ballantine Legal Dictionary. Look up the word exaction. And then look at the Civil Rights Act. Look at the Civil Rights Act. Yes, the very same Civil Rights Act that Dr. King and everyone else was fighting for. But what they did is they were so shrewd. And the devil, the, the devil is always in the details. They put exactions in the Civil Rights Act. We're going to do a show on that one also. We have to, because we have to know what we're giving up. 
when you when you proclaim your civil rights, you walk away from your primary and absolute and unleanable rights. That's what you never want to do, because those are the rights that are given to you by the great creator, just by you being in existence. Civil rights means that you have to pay for your birthright. That's what that means. You have to pay for your birthright. And then now they can invoke these type of things and you agree to it that, well, this is what the authorities want to do. They are the government. They try to tell you you can't beat City Hall so that you psychologically won't fight City Hall. And this is how we have the overall ebb and flow of control in, of the masses. And what we have to say no more. I won't participate. And the 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 best and, and most effective thing that we can do is turn our back and turn our energy off to it and just refuse to participate. Oh yes, is is going to, to, to be a a fight. And I'm I'm just going to say one of the things that Dr. King said. If a man's not willing to die for something, he's not worthy to live for anything. So why not your fight for life be about your prosperity and your true freedom and your right that you have as a creation, as just being in existence? You have rights that you don't need man to legislate through written law because the the letter of the law is the letter of the law which condemns you, and there's the spirit of the law that sets you free. There's a reason why they say that because it's true. So it's so true. So what do you think about this? Are you prepared for them to continue to maintain the course that they're setting? And I'm going to tell you, it's only going to continue to get worse, and the momentum that's, that's gaining from this is going to continue. Are you ready to go into the bank and try to withdraw some some currency and they tell you no and then you just walk right back out and say, well, guess we're going to go without. How are you going to handle? What's some of the things that you think uh, uh, can be done? What's the solution to this? I would love to hear from you. Give me a call at 712-775-7035. Participant code 660079. Is this something that we even need to even contend with? Is this something that we even even need to give our attention to? Would love to hear from you. Also, Nintendo Radio Show posted. So we got from from, from that. We I wanted to also talk about. This was was really huge. This this is quite disturbing. It, it's it's hard to move off of this one. You know, it it really really is. And but I'm going to. Um, it's posted there, but one of the things that's so important about this is that I am a a political atheist. I do not believe, and I do not support any party, Democrat or Republican. I'm a political atheist. I'm in true support for people that want to acknowledge everyone's human rights, God-given human primary rights, unleanable rights, 
unalienable rights that supersede any written law by a select group of people. And I, and let me let I don't know if you've ever really looked at it this way, but I want you to take a look at this in this light really quickly. You know, you would expect this to 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 be in some countries that you heard about in the past. But let me tell you, Germany was one of the freest countries on earth at 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 one time. And that was the threat. So they had to change that. And this is what's happening here. I want to show you something that you may have never looked at before. You know, there's different monarchies throughout the world. Let me give you one governing monarchy that you, that never really gets spoken about here. And it's a shame that it does. And because what happens is that people become inebriated in the wine of splendor. And they think that they are gods themselves. The U.S. Supreme Court, once you're appointed to the Supreme Court, you're there until your death or you decide to step down. Sounds like a monarchy to me. And this is something that I don't, it's a dangerous thing when you want, when you give influence to a few over the masses that will dictate what the masses will, you know, they try to trick us all with saying that it's a government for the people and by the people. Really? Really? When they're telling you what you will do, they will tell you what what rules you will follow. Just the word itself, government, that would be an oxymoron. It's like freezer burn. You can't say government in, 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 in for the people and by the people under the diaspora of freedom. That's an oxymoron. It can't exist. doesn't work. So when you look at the Supreme Court, you're looking at one of the many and one of the blatantly right in front of your face monarchies in this country. And I don't know if you've ever looked at it that way, because that's really what it is. They get the rule upon being uh, uh, accepted and ordained as Supreme Court Justice. You can't walk on there. The Supreme Court, you can't walk on the marble. You can't go into 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 court. You don't you don't have you know they don't have to tell you what they're doing. They have their secret chambers, their closed chambers. A closed chambers in a so-called free and open society that tells you their creed is not living up to their deeds. Their deeds are something totally different. This is why. We have this overall deterioration of our social and political establishment because we allow people to go to 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 ascend to positions that man is not capable of handling. And I just didn't, you know, I just wanted to bring that to you guys' attention. It's it's something that's 
very, very dangerous. And you, there's nothing ever good about that situation. You know, don't let your good be evil spoken of. Remember, a dictator will always be a dictator and act like a dictator. And the first things that they're going to do is start to to take away your ability to escape their rule. They're going to try to create situations where you cannot escape their rule. And they're going to do that through taxation. They're going to do that through legislation. They're going to do that through resources. And they're going to do that through force. And the key is they will invoke all of them at individual times and collectively together at one time. And you wonder why the U.S. government spends so much in their military. You wonder why all the court houses throughout this whole country and even the smallest towns, the courts, there's three buildings that are always the largest because they're all the thieves of humanity. They're fleecing, fleecing the citizens. And that's the court, the bank, and the insurance company. They will, anywhere you go in this country, they will always be the most elaborate building regardless of where you are. And also, the seat of so-called the ceremonial government head. Because believe me, the people that they place in front of you are not in charge at all. They're compartmentalized. They understand a little more. They get a little more. But they have no real control or power. They will do what they're told from the whispers that are reach, that reaches that reach their ears. And they realize that they can't go against it. So, might as well get mine. Might as well get mine. It's not me that they're going to do this to. See, that's the mentality of destruction. Same one that I was speaking about earlier. We don't do anything until we think things adversely affect us. But then you can't really blame the people, you know, that that are actually in the Gestapo and the actual executioners because they're just doing what they're, what, what they're told and they're just doing what affects them. It's the same mentality. It's the same mentality, and this is what we have to change. We have to take a collective interest in everyone and everything around us because it we're all interconnected. It's a must. It is a must. So I would love to hear from some of you guys. If you can get in on the conversation, have a question or a comment, uh, give us a call at 712-775-7035, and the participant code is 660079. Jump in there. Uh, would love to hear from you. Also, if you are uh, looking to advertise on Tando Radio Show, uh, definitely send us a uh, – you can reach us at Tando Radio Show on Facebook in uh, inboxes. You can also go to Black Talk Radio Network. Uh, we are definitely bringing some commercials to you guys, and we have some sponsors, which is going to be great. Um, that, that allows us to do a whole lot more, uh, allows us to get some of the best guests, uh, that we possibly can get for, for your information to, to just to bring you different ideas and will give us an opportunity to offer you guys so much more. And I would just ask that you continue to support Black Talk Radio Network, also support T 
Candle Radio Show uh, because this information, believe me, at this time in history is so needed. Yes, I I anticipate, uh, you know, that the the message that I will be speaking about and the message that I will talk about, I will not become uh, the favorite son. I don't need to be the favorite son. I just need to do what the great creator has called and, and laid in my heart to do. I will be me. And that means that I will do as much as I can for you because doing for you, it protects me. That's that's my overall approach. So I would ask that you continue to support Black Talk Radio Network. Go there, and if you can make a donation or if you can share uh, the, the, the network with some of your friends and family, that would be great. Also, you can go to our Facebook page at Tando Radio Show. Uh, look at some of the things that we're posting. Make comments there uh, and, and also uh, like us while you're there. Also, I uh, just wanted to let you know I will have a Precious Metals class uh, today. Um, it's going to be at 9 Eastern Standard Time, roughly an hour after the show is over. If you would like to get in on, on that class, you can give me a call at 951-790-8330. Best thing to do is to text me especially if, if you know, now because I'm on air and then I will uh, get into the class. The class is $400, and uh, if you need to set up a payment plan, we'll set up a payment plan for you. And the classes will be, it's about approximately five classes, and we'll take you from a beginner's understanding of precious metals, and you will learn how to use them, why they're important, why haven't you learned this before about the intrinsic value of it, how to leverage it, how to gain interest off of it, uh, and what are the opportunities that the future will bring. You will learn the history of it, and that is some of the most, some of the most powerful in- information uh, will be given there because you will be surprised at, and it will start to make sense to you. It's like a hand in, in a glove. It all starts to fit collectively in you. I mean, it all starts to fit, and you will be able to see, wow, this, oh, now this makes sense. This is why this is said, and this is done. And you understand the overall relative worth that precious metals has and why you need to uh, actually have them and how to use them to benefit you the best way at all, uh, the best way possible, because they are they offer great protection over tyrannical governments and over uh, unstable economic times because they are real money. And so if you're interested in, in learning about that, and I'm going to tell you, you really know, need to know, know this information because this is God's money, and, and it has intrinsic value that you may not, you may not be aware of. Ninety percent of us have only heard of you know, certain things, but we don't know how things work. And that's one thing that you will learn in the Precious Metals class. So uh, you can reach out to me, 951-790-8330. Text me, and I will uh, send you the information and get you in the class uh, today that we will have at 9 o'clock Eastern Standard Time. So continuing on uh, in Tando, in the show also, uh, one of the things that, I wanted to um oh just just before we go I just want to uh big shout out to CC Harris and and everyone that's liked us so far thank you for listening to Tando thank you for supporting uh 
Um, We really, really appreciate it, and uh, this is going to be a very interesting ride, and so I'm looking forward to making it with you. And also, uh, C.C. Harris posted a very, just talk on, touch on this really quickly, a very important um, article, uh, Black Market Body Parts investigated spread, Investigation Spreads from Detroit to Chicago. That makes a lot of sense in a lot of, you know, for a lot of reasons. So uh, that was what was posted by C.C. Harry. I'm going to post that inside of Tando. Take a look at that. Very powerful. Um, speaks volumes as to what's going on in our community, why we have the violence that the part of why we have the violence. And this is something that's been going on for a very, very long time since the, since we were we were brought here uh, as slaves. It continues. Our body parts are being used for an underground economy and unjust illegal and ungodly and immoral economy. So I'm going to post that here. Take a look at this. It's posted inside of Tando Radio Show. Take a look there. Very interesting reading, stuff that you need to know. Also, let's get into the rest of the class because, wow, time flies. One of the things that I wanted to do is I wanted to bring you 10 charts that shows that which shows how, uh, that the conditions that we're in are far worse than in 2008. Give you 10 charts as to why. 10 charts will show we are much worse off than, than before the last economic crisis, which was in 2008. So when you look at these 10 charts, I'm going to run down these 10 charts really quickly, and then we're going to go over what they mean, and this is the information that you need to know uh, before we go to the break. Let me tell you something about charts. Charts are a great way to understand where you are. Okay, Yes, they, they can be deceiving, but when you have a, a bunch of charts, when you put them all together, it can paint the perfect picture for you to tell you what's going on. Number one, the number one chart that you need to look at is the national debt. Okay, take a look at the national debt chart, and you can also take a look at the total debt chart. Number three, the velocity of money chart. Number four would be the home ownership rate chart, and this is all the charts for the United States. the The employment rate chart. The labor force participant rate chart, now that's one you really need to look at because they manipulate and they lie to us about what the real unemployment numbers are. But the the uh, law, uh, labor force participation one is the one that really should be looked at and focused on. The interaction rate for men in their prime working years chart. The real medium household income chart the inflation chart, and finally, the government dependency chart. Those are 10 charts that you need to look at, and I'm going to post uh, those charts in the actual uh, uh, articles for those inside of Tando Radio Show. But 
let's get to the first one before we go to the break. The national debt uh, is the chart that we need to take a look at, okay? And the national debt chart is uh, is just that. It's the natural, natu national debt. But the article says, just prior to the last recession, the U.S. national debt is a bit above $9 trillion. That was at the last recession. Since that time, it has nearly doubled. So does that make us better off or worse off? The, the, the answer, of course, is obvious. Even though the current administration promised that the deficit was under control, more than a billion dollars was added to the national debt in fiscal year of 2014. Do you know how long it took the United States to get to $1 trillion? It took the United States, and it doesn't matter who's in office. doesn't matter who the celebrity with the tie on that has a seal and two mics under their under their chin. Doesn't matter who that person is, who that character is, or who they project there. This would happen regardless because this is the agenda and the plan. So now the article continues to say that uh more than one trillion dollars was added to the national debt in fiscal year two thousand and fourteen. It took over, I forgot what it is, but it, it was well into the 80s. I believe it was in the 80s that the national debt reached um, since the beginning of 1776 to, 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 to the 80s. It took that long to reach $1 trillion. The 1980s, that's 30 years ago to reach just $1 trillion. And now in just one year, you're adding that? What we are doing to the future generations by burdening them with so much debt is beyond criminal. So what does this? So what does the current administration want to do now? Current administration wants to ramp up government spending and increase the debt even faster. This is something that I covered in previous articles entitled "Barack Obama Says That America's Really Needs." What America really needs is a lot more debt. The debt ceiling has been reached again. Notice you're not hearing anything about it because they're just going to continuously increase this. So now, the national debt, here's the thing. The national debt in 1970 was under, this comes from Fred, comes from the U.S. Census, and I'm looking at it, and it's under $200 million from looking at it. And now, in 2010, I mean, I'm, I'm sorry, it's under um, a trillion dollars in the 70s. And then now, it's at roughly around $18 trillion. But see, that's just the part that they're telling you. From the from the seventies, nineteen seventies, in the eighties, it it surpassed the trillion dollar mark. This is absurd. Next one is the total debt. Over the past forty years, the total amount of debt in the United States has skyrocketed to astronomical heights. We have begun a buy now, pay later society that's dev with devastating consequences. Back in nineteen seventy five, our 
our total debt leverage was sitting about 2.5 trillion. Okay, so in 75 is 2.5 trillion. So it was back early 70s is just before in the early 70s, late 60s, late 60s is when it, it breached the uh, trillion dollar mark. That's the total debt. That's not the national debt. That's the total debt. Just prior to the last recession, it was sitting about $50 trillion. That's in 2008. Today, we are rapidly closing on $60 trillion. The last recession, 2008, it was around $50 trillion. This is the total debt. Right now, we are closing in on $60 trillion. This is absurd. we got to get ready to go to a commercial break. Would love for you to get in on the conversation. Are you ready for this? Are you preparing yourself and your family for this? Because this is unsustainable. Someone is going to have to pay for it. And I'm going to tell you who that someone is. It's the general public. They're going to try to pass that on you and I. You listen to Tando Radio Show brought to you by Black Talk Radio Network. We'll be right back after these quick messages. Tuned in to the Black Talk Radio Network for live programming schedules. Visit us on the web at blacktalkradionetwork.com. Okay, welcome back everyone to Tando Radio Show brought to you by Black Talk Radio Network. I'm your host, David Wren, a.k.a. Dave from L.A., and just want to thank you all for listening today. If you'd like to get in on a conversation, you have a question or a comment, give us a call at 712-775-7035. Participant code is 660079. And I just want to thank you all for listening. And I'm going to tell you, some of the things that we're bringing to you guys is because of it's the sense of urgency that needs to be taken. And, I'm, and I thank you all. Because a lot of this stuff, this is not entertaining. This is not something that um, you would prefer to be happening. But the thing is that we cannot put our head in the sand so that we'll, we'll, our heads will be down and the kick will come. And you know where it's going to kick us, right in the rear. So I just want to commend you all for maintaining and understanding and wanting to understand what's going on. And I'm not the only voice. You need to find, you know, the other voices and, and create your own voice by doing the, some of the research, seeing what's going on. Because the more you know, the more you can position yourself and have an understanding of exactly what's going on so you can know. You know, one of the things that I learned as a very young man is that someone told me that it doesn't matter if you know about a good investment. That's not the key. But do you know the timing of a good investment? That's everything. So you can know something, but do you know the timing of it all? Do you know what time we're in now? And believe me, the scales of the clock, the watch, the dial, the sundial, the, the compass, they are all pointing and telling us where we are right now. But there aren't many people, and I want to commend you all for looking and asking 
in starting to decipher where it is that we are and what does it, this mean for me, my family, and our community. And that's something that you really need to be commended on because you could be doing a bunch of other things right now. You know, March Madness is on. I'm pretty sure that, you know, hey, everyone has their different interests. That's cool. But taper everything and know as much as you can. Taper everything and know as much as you can about anything so that you can position yourself. So I just want to commend everyone and thank you all for, for listening and, and liking us and, and calling in. And, and it's, it's, it's so I'm encouraged by it all because there is a silver lining. And I'm, I say that for, for a reason because there's a reason why they said there's a silver lining in things. And there is a silver lining. Because there is promise and there is opportunity. And we are going to definitely, before just outside of just bringing you some of the things that we need to be aware of, we're going to bring you also the opportunities therein. And that's what this is all about. And we do this out of love. And I just want to thank you guys from the bottom of my heart. I really do appreciate you all. And this is so necessary and you make this possible so never ever forget that and continue to to resonate in that and you are going to meet so many great people you're going to find out that you resonate with so many people and all of the lies and the, and the low self-esteem issues that have been cast upon you and been placed on you like a donkey or, or a cow or a horse straddled and, and saddled on you is not of you and you can just shake it off, and you can actually meet people that are like you, that you resonate with, and you'll find out something so beautiful. We have so much more in common, and everything that, that is there to divide us, divide us is artificial. It's artificially created. So let's get back to these 10 charts. We just went through the total debt. Next is the velocity of money. Well, that's what the chart is, but I'm going to rename it the velocity of currency. And it says when an economy is healthy, they say money, but I say currency, cash, Federal Reserve notes, tend to change hands and circulate throughout the system quite rapidly because this is the thing about currency. It's transferable. And that's one of the reasons why you can't put much faith in it. Okay? So it makes it. Uh, it's circulated through the system quite rapidly. So it makes sense that the velocity of currency, they said money, fell dramatically during the last recession. But why has it kept going down since then? It's because of capital control. And when you take a look at these charts, all of these charts individually say one thing, but they collectively point you in a direction that this government and this society in our overall country, in the global economy, is going. And the thing is that there are very skilled people that see these charts, and they know what these charts mean, and they're preparing for when these charts no longer just are on the board, but are actually affecting everyone adversely. And so... You look at all 10 of these charts, and they're telling you the same thing. It's not just me. You know, it's not a conspiracy theory. 
these charts are telling you. Next, the household rate, the household ownership rate. Were you aware that the rate of home ownership in the United States has fell to a 20-year low? Traditionally, owning a home has been the, has been a sign that you belong to the middle class. And the last recession was was really rough on the middle class. Yes, it was. So it makes sense that the rate of home ownership declined during that time. But why has it continued to steadily decline ever since? So now, last recession, it was or in 2008, it was around 68, I'm looking at this, 68%. Home ownership now has dropped below 64%, and that's huge. And it's steadily declining. It's you know, Dwayne Dwayne Mooney comes in and he, he teaches you how to read these type of charts and he tells you that the the trend is your friend because the trend which which way the, 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 the chart is telling you that the direction of things is going, that's the momentum and that's what you want to use. This is your friend. It's telling you everything is going down. Everything is moving towards a, nev- a negative spectrum. All the things that really matter in the indica- indicators of a strong economy, let me tell you, they always try to tell you that Wall Street is the indicator of the economy. Anytime someone starts to tell you that Wall Street numbers is, is up, it's because they're lying and they're trying to hide you from something else. Wall Street is only good for the people that cook the books and bring it to the attention of the buyers, the stock buyers. All of that information that's on Wall Street, I wouldn't trust 99% of it. And next week, I'm going to show you an article. I'm going to post an article next week where F, uh, where security exchange investigators said that most of these companies are ripe with fraud, financial fraud, because they're lying about their earnings. They're lying about their liabilities. They're lying about everything. Why? Think about it. If I want you to buy my stock and then I get to dictate or write within on my books and present my books for the stock market to look at, do you think that they're going to tell you that they have a problem? When did everyone find out that Enron had a problem? When it was too darn late. When it was too darn late because their books were totally cooked and fraudulent. So now let's continue. And if you'd like to get in on a conversation, you can give us a call. The phone lines are wide open. We'd love to hear from you. So let's continue. Next chart. It was the velocity of money, and I forgot to say that that was the the chart before. Let's give uh, in 2000. Let me just show you now the velocity of 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 money, cash, in 2008 was hovering around two two point. Zero five. Now the velocity of money. You ready? In 2014, and it still continued down, is below 1.5. That's huge. It's it's just like someone fell off a cliff. The velocity of money has changed. And people, if people don't have cash. To buy things, that's a great indication that tells you that you're moving into a depression because that's what that that's what the word depression means. The cash flow is depressed. 
totally depressed. Also, let's go to the unemployment rate. This one is so manipulated and so so lied on. It says, the administrations love to tell how the unemployment rate is going down. But I will explain later in this article that the decline in the primary base based on account, accounting tricks posted below is a chart of civilian employment population ratio. Just prior to the last recession, approximately 63% of the working age population of the United States was employed. That was 63% of the working population was employed. During the recession, that ratio fell below 59%, and it stayed there for several years. Just recently, it had peaked back above 59%, but we are but we are still very, very far from where we used to be. And now the next economic downturn rapidly approaches. Okay, so now the unemployment rate, and this is something that they manipulate hand over foot along with the CPI rate, the Consumer Price Index. It was at 63% during the last recession. Okay, dropped down to... 57 in 2010, kept bounced around, went down below that in 2014, and now it's starting to come up. And it's starting to come up because how they, just like the overall numbers of casualties of war out of Iraq in, in, in Iran, the numbers are a whole lot less, but the actual people that were killed are, are casualties of it are actually remained in that war far exceeds Vietnam War because they the account the the accounting practice the accounting practices of how they tally the the numbers they totally changed and manipulated those and changed them so they will reflect the numbers that they want numbers don't lie the people that put them in do so now the labor force number six is the labor force participant rate now this is the important one. So how can the current administration get away with saying that the unemployment rate has gone down dramatically? Well, each month the government takes thousands upon a thousands of long-term unemployed workers and decide that they have been unemployed for so long that they are no longer qualified as part, part of the labor force. So when people do not have, when they have long-term unemployment, they just drop them from the accounting practices. They don't count them any longer. They, they just drop them off. There's no need to count them any longer because that manipulates a positive unemployment rate because if you had to take unemployment for people that want it work and are able to work, that number would be drastically much lower. So it continues, as a result, the labor force participant rate has fallen substantially since the end of the last recession. Let's take a look at the last recession. The last recession, it was around 60, 66.5%. For the uh, civilian labor force participation, now it's under 63. It's around 62.8% right now. That's a dramatic decline in overall. These are the things that we really need to pay attention to, and you start to put these things together with everything else, and it paints a beautiful, beautiful picture that regardless of, it tells you a picture of truth. And the key is that will you, will you accept it, will you look at it, and will you look at it from the standpoint of what is it that I need to do? And that's why we have Tando Radio Show. 
because we bring you this type of information because we want you to know what's really going on so you can make some real decisions for you and your family. Let's continue. It says the inactive rate for men in their prime working years. Things are getting better. Then why are so many men in their prime working years are doing nothing at all? Just prior to the last recession, an inactive rate of men in their prime working years was about 9%. Now, this chart is going in the other direction, but it's still saying the same thing. About 9%. Today is just above 12%. That's huge. And I think that there, let me tell you, let me give you my, I said this before, let me give you my interpretation of this. A land without men is occupied. When you have no men to defend your land, someone else will come in and govern your land and tell you what you will do. And then shortly after that, after they destroy the men, they will destroy the women. Because a land without men is barren, and a land without, I'm sorry, a land without men is occupied, and a land without women is barren. And I already talked about that earlier this week. This is what they're going, this is the plan, the overall plan. We talked about in our very first two shows, we laid out the eugenics plan of some very predominant figures in this country that a lot of people look to support and think that they, they have the best interest for, for mankind. They look up to them. They would do anything to meet them. If they had the opportunity to meet them, they would. If they had the opportunity to work with, for them, they would. And they would be carrying out the same mantra of human depopulation because this person has been highly esteemed and respected and, have, and has been given a position of authority because of the because of what they're willing to do for the overall agenda, not because they mean human mankind any good. And I'm talking about Bill Gates himself. They talk about how much all of his uh, charity work and everything else. This man has nothing to do with charity. He has everything to do with depopulation. The charity that he gives to and the charity that he's all about it's about depopulating this planet. And there's no other way to depopulate this planet but by killing people. And so says it in his own words. We played it here. And no one is really challenging him, but you continue to see him in a position of authority in all of the mainstream media. So this is not in my opinion. This is what you can see what he says for himself. I'm just repeating what he's saying. So now, that's the inactive. Number eight is the real household medium income. Now, this one, we don't need a chart for it. There are some people that may be doing better than they were in 2008. But my question to you is, are you? And are most of the people that you know so now, I'm going to go ahead and read this. Not only is this a similar percentage of Americans unemployed today that compared to just prior to the last recession, the quality of jobs have gone down as well. This is one of the factors which has resulted in a stunning decline of real medium household income. The medium household income 
in 2000 was just shy of $57,000 in the United States. And then it's gone down since then. At the recession, last recession, it was around 54.5, let's say 54.3. 54.3, household medium. Now it's at below 52. And that's a significant decline. It says this. I, um, I have shared these next numbers before, but but they bear repeating. In America today, the most most Americans do not make enough to support the medium the medium class lifestyle in a single on a single salary. The following figures come from the Social Security Administration. Thirty nine percent of American workers make less than twenty thousand dollars a year. Thirty nine percent of American workers make less than twenty thousand dollars a year. Fifty two percent make less than $30,000 a year. 63% workers make less than $40,000 a year. 72% make less than $50,000 a year, okay? And it could go on and on and on. It could go up to $130,000, whatever percentage that is. And I will tell you this, all of those, regardless of what they make per year in cash, if they're doing all the wrong things with it, they are just as broke as the person that makes less than $10,000 a year, and that's going to come to fruition, and you'll see it play out in your lifetime. Doesn't matter. We all know people that are working part-time jobs because that is all they can find in this economy. As the quality of jobs continue to deteriorate, sorry about that, I'm talking a lot, the numbers above are going to become even more dismal. These numbers are going to, to increase without a doubt. It's, this is, it's already baked in the cake. It's already here. Num number nine says inflation. Even as incomes has stagnate, have uh, stagnated, the cost of living just continues to rise steadily. Stagnated means it's not moving. It's not going up. It's staying right where it is. For example, but I don't even think they're stagnant. They are regressing. For example, the cost of food and beverages have gone up nearly 50% in just, in just since the year of 2000. Have you noticed all the usury that's going on in all of the stores? They may charge the same amount for something, but the sizes of what they're giving you are much, much smaller. Look at the – I don't drink soda, but look at all of the soda cans. Look at all of the new – they try to come out with great marketing schemes. Have, have great marketing schemes where they have uh, uh, bottles and, and, and baggage take different shapes and different forms. That's to deter your eye from the quantity and the capacity of what they're holding. They give you all these elaborate little things. They give you these little bags of, of little little bags of three ounces of a drink, and charging the same or even more of what you pay for, that's called usury. When you're getting less and paying the same, the packaging on everything has totally changed. The marketing has totally changed. And it's changed to so that they can pass the inflated prices on to you. And have you noticed, and I know if you're a, a if you shop for your family, you shop for yourself, you food shop for yourself, 
you keep seeing and you and you you say to yourself, this is ridiculous. This is ridiculous. Especially if you grew up in my era of the 80s, went to the store. Let me tell you something that you'll notice now that's no longer available. When I was growing up in the 80s, we're going to the supermarket. And all my, you know, all my, you know, people from that generation, this is old school. You know, you have different postings on on Facebook of what old school is. One of you guys could post this and see how much response you get to it. This is old school. When you used to walk into a supermarket and you can smell the fruits and vegetable in the store. You can walk back to the to the produce department. You can walk back where all of the the fruits and the vegetables were, and you would be able to smell the apples. You would be able to smell the oranges. You would be able to smell the peaches. You could walk up to a peach now, cut it, and put your nose on the peach, and you can, can't even smell it because it's not real food anymore. It's genetically, it's GMO'd food. Genetic, genetically modified. If you remember those days, these are the usuries in the marketing scheme that they have for us now. They have something they say is something is organic, and guess what? It's still not food. It's still GMO'd. You would be able to smell beets, and I hate, uh, 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 not, not beets, uh, yeah, beets. You still could smell them, but you, you, would, you would be able to smell, uh, smell like the different fruits and, and vegetables, even the ones I couldn't stand. But guess what? Like Brussels sprouts. I, I hated the smell of Brussels sprouts. Now you could go to Brussels sprouts and it has no scent at all. And I miss the days I used to say they stink. Man, so this is what we're contending with. This is what we have to change. And this is the truth of everything. So now the inflation rate, let me show you the inflation rate before we get out of here. The chart on the inflation has gone up nearly 50% since 2000, since 2000. The inflation rate at 2000 was around just at 170. The inflation rate now is over 240, and this comes from the Consumer Price Index. And this is the thing about what I hate about the inflation rate, what they lie and deceive everyone on, is that they cut out the most important indicators of inflation, that being food and gas. Most people's food and gas, they, most people spend a lion's share of their overall uh, uh, income on food and housing. Food and housing and gas and energy. And they take those indicators out of the CPI because they would tell you what the real numbers are and they would tell you where where you are economically. And this is the key. They don't care once they've already got you in a position of near collapse. This is where they care about it, when you start trending that way because then you can do something to stop it. and You can do something to prepare for it. They don't care when it's right on your doorstep. What they don't want you to see is they don't want you to see this coming from a mile away because then that prevents, that, that prevents them from 
invoking themselves and controlling you. And that gives you an opportunity to maintain your sovereign freedom and do something and control your own free will. So the key to all of this is that we should have had this show and these type of conversations a mile before this was here. It is almost it has almost broken down the doors in which we reside in. They're at the door. They're on the doorstep, and they're more than knocking because they're not going to knock. They're just going to walk in because they have the key because we live where they tell us to live and in the places that they tell us we should reside. Just want to thank you all for listening to Tando Radio Show today. If you're interested in the Precious Metals class that we will have at 9 p.m. tonight, uh, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, uh, give me a call, 951-792-8330. That's 951-790, not 952. It's 951-790-8330. You can reach me there, text me there, and I will get the information to you. I just want to thank you all for listening this week. I want to thank uh, Scotty at Black Talk Radio Network for bringing this information. Next week we're going to have some great shows for you. You're going to have some guests for you uh, also. And I just say that, hey, before you ask for a blessing, make sure to be a blessing. I want to thank you all for listening. And God bless. Much love and much respect. We'll catch you, God willing, in the near future. It's never goodbye. It's just I'll see you later. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.